Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. In this world damaged by evil, a leader is defined as someone who leads or commands a group. That is, to be in a position of power. There are those who seize power by force. There are those who are born into power by privilege. And then there are those who strive and work to obtain it. In this world of inequality and injustice, leadership can be seen as a position of power that is used to get what one wants. Whether that is personal satisfaction, self-glorification, or the respect of others. When Jesus walked the earth as a man, he revealed the heart of God the Father and what it is to be a leader in his kingdom. That is, to live in the reality of his kingdom of equality and justice in this world damaged by evil. So let us go to the book of Mark. Mark chapter 10, verses 42 to 45. But Jesus called them to himself and said to them, You know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you. For whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever of you desires to be first shall be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. In God's kingdom, A leader is defined as one who serves others, that is, to minister to others. Jesus, the one who has all power and authority, never used his power for self-gain. He always used his power for the benefit of others, empowering others who empower others to empower others. In God's kingdom, He raises each one up, equal, equal, where each one receives the same inheritance, that is, all of Jesus, including his eternal life and his victory over death, selfish desires and evil. For us now, as we live in this world damaged by evil, where selfish desires and evil still exist, He raises us up as kings and priests, seated together with him, where we rule over the destructive controlling forces of our selfish desires and the evil one, empowered by the Holy Spirit to minister to others, to empower others, to empower others, to empower others. It is only through Jesus' sacrifice of himself that we can receive this inheritance. Knowing that Jesus is the Son of God, 
who became the Son of Man to be a ransom for humanity. He came from the heart of God the Father, the very essence of God in grace and truth. He took on human form, experienced the full human condition to give his physical life to set humanity free. In the original language of the Bible, this rare word that has been translated as ransom only occurs in reference to Jesus freely offering himself as the sacrifice for us. It actually means to loosen, that is to break the chains of bondage, pay the cost and set the captives free. Jesus is the divine light who in a moment in time became human to pay the cost. The cost of humanity giving power to their selfish desires and evil, activating death into God's once perfect world. Jesus became the sacrifice to pay the cost and to free us from death, judgment and the destructive controlling forces of our selfish desires. Only Jesus, God who became human, is able to pay the cost of all offences said, thought and done by humanity against God, ourselves and each other. As only Jesus is perfect and pure. Having been born of the Holy Spirit and not of the corrupted seed of humanity. The seed of humanity has been corrupted by humanity, choosing to be one with both good and evil, reproducing both good and evil as opposed to only good. So God himself became human, the perfect man, and paid the cost to set us free. To go deeper, please listen to our podcast, The Perfect Redeemer. God is the all-powerful, ever-present, all-knowing, yet he never used his power for self-gain. It is God's nature to serve. Let us read one of the most beautiful and powerful insights into God's nature, his heart and his great love. Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 to 11. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore God also has highly exalted him, and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, 
of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. So the all-powerful, the one who in the beginning said, Let there be light, and there was light, made himself of no reputation, and took on the form of a bondservant in the likeness of humanity. Can we even imagine what it was like back in the beginning? Where God, the Father, the Son, the Spirit, together created. When God said, Let us make man and woman and give them our power and authority to care for our perfect world. Knowing that humanity would use their power and authority for self-gain. It's hard for us to reason why God still created. For he had no need of anything, as he is God, in a perfect love relationship between himself, the Father, Son and Spirit. The three are one. Before God created, he knew humanity would choose to go against his wisdom and be one with both good and evil instead of only good. Even though knowing all this, God still created everything good to reproduce only good because of his great love. And he gave humanity free choice. That is to choose him and live forever with only good? Or choose to become one with good and evil, giving power to their selfish desires to rule over them, and as a result activating evil and death into God's perfect world? In spite of all this, in spite of the perfect love, nurturing, wisdom and empowering that God gave to humanity, Humanity chose to be one with both good and evil. Yet knowing all this, because God so loves, he still chose to create humanity and give free choice, and not only create them, but to give his blessing, his power and authority, his identity and all of himself to them but he also knew that in a moment in time he would take on human form of a servant to set humanity free, to personally be the sacrifice. This is a crazy love we cannot understand. It is a pure love, a perfect love that only God can give. So as God does everything because he so loves, God the Son came down from heaven to earth, separated physically from God the Father in heaven. He subjected himself to the full human condition and willingly gave up his life to become the perfect sacrifice and ransom 
for his own creation. When Jesus walked the earth as a man, he surrendered his human will to that of the Father's will. He emptied himself of the divine rights that he had and took on human form, that of a servant. He was still fully divine, but in that moment in time, when he stepped down into our darkness, he clothed himself in humanity. For us today, we still live in this world damaged by evil, a world that is totally opposed to God. As we are born of the corrupted seed of humanity, we need to undergo a spiritual birth. This spiritual birth occurs at that moment when we say yes to Jesus. That is, we acknowledge who he is, what he has done for us, and receive him and his right to rule and reign. Once we say yes to Jesus and receive God's free gift of himself, we begin the incredible journey with him. We receive his Holy Spirit within. And yes, it is a daily journey to live in the reality of our inheritance now and the hope of our future inheritance, the complete fulfilment of it all, which we will receive when Jesus returns. Our inheritance now is we receive his spirit within, his identity, his power and authority, and are raised up as kings and priests, each one a leader in God's kingdom, each one equal. We cannot have a servant heart by our own works or efforts. A transformed heart is a work of God. It is a daily journey. As we surrender to God our selfish desires to control and manipulate others to get what we want and be still in his presence, receiving more of his love, his joy, his peace, his goodness, his kindness, his gentleness, his faithfulness, and his self-control. He transforms us. He produces the fruit in us and his character, living, ruling, and reigning within us. It is only through our surrendering of self-will and his continual infilling of his will that we can have the servant heart and mind of Christ Jesus in this world damaged by evil. The writer of Ephesians puts it this way. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 to 21. See then, you walk circumspectly, not as fools but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. It is the will of God that we all shall know the truth, the truth about God, who he is and what he has done for us in Jesus. For Jesus is the truth. Know Jesus 
and we know the truth. Know the truth and we know God the Father. As it is his spirit that leads us into all truth, as we live in a continual state of surrender of self-will to that of the Father's will. It is God's will that we live in the fullness of his truth, love and power, being transformed by him to be more like him. Jesus continues to empower others, to empower others, to empower others through the continual infilling of his disciples by the Holy Spirit. It is through our transformed hearts and minds we can empower others to empower others, to empower others. But it is a daily cycle of surrender and receive. That is surrender of selfish desires to that of the Father's selfless will, being filled by his Spirit, drinking freely his living waters each and every day where we see others through his eyes of love, giving equal respect and treat each one of equal value, empowering others to be included and have an opinion and equal voice. Give them the opportunity to identify their gifts and accept others just as they are. All this is the outworking of God's work within us and all to the glory of our Father. In God's kingdom, leadership is seen as a position of power that is used to empower others, to empower others, to empower others. Power is a gift from God and it comes from a place of surrender of selfish desires to control and manipulate others, to get what we want. In surrender, all blockages are removed to receive more of him and be transformed by him. It is only out of transformed hearts and minds that we can effectively serve others. So this is leadership in the kingdom of God. Empowering others to empower others to empower others. Out of a transformed heart and mind, in surrender of self-will to that of the Father's will, receiving daily from him, we serve this generation well, so that the world may know him. All to the glory of our Father. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, may we live in a continual daily journey of surrender of self-will to that of your selfless will and receive more of you continually drinking freely your living waters we thank you that we are all equal and leaders in your kingdom empowered and continually transformed by you in jesus name amen for more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.